Hello and welcome to Open All Ours, the QBR podcast. I'm David Fraser. There is five of us tonight, which could be a recipe for disaster. We'll see how we go. First of all, is Paul Finney is here. Hello, Paul. Hello, David. Paul's just walked in after a very long journey. Not totally happy with the world, so we'll go straight past that. Chris, Chris is here. Oh, yeah, I have them. You've got the mic in your hand. Have I? Oh, shit, yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Oh, my God. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> Chris had a mic in his hand and was looking to see where it was. Clive is also with us tonight. Clive from Loth for Words. Hello, mate. Uh, and we're really pleased to welcome back. I don't think you've been on for two years, three years, while, maybe longer. Yeah. In a while, uh, comedian Sean Walsh. Thank you for having me. Welcome back. Third time, hat-trick ball. Is it? Yeah. Oh, congratulations. You Thank get, you. Yeah, you get to take home the match ball. We need to actually get one of these things. What, an actual match ball? Yeah, I think so. To, well, we'll sign it for all of yeah. um, <laughs> Right. We've got loads to talk about because we didn't pod last week for various reasons because you were in uh, Transylvania. Paul, how was that? Just <laughs> getting too sh- makeshift to be at once. Do you know what? It was all right. That's what she said. No, please don't, Clive. Please, <laughs> please, please, please don't. Please don't. It's Dave at the pad to be funny, not you. Um, it was good. Here we go. It was yeah. good, Craig. Uh, Bucharest is interesting, um, but outside of it, Brown was lovely and had a great time. Uh, but it was really weird. I could actually see the QPR goals as I'm on this really slow train going through Transylvania, and I'm just watching the goals from Blackburn. Yeah, the best thing about being abroad and missing a QPR game is you can watch the game. Well, I couldn't watch yes. the whole game. I just That's got the, the best thing about yeah. it. Because everyone's going, look at the defender for this. It wasn't good. Great. Wasn't good Thanks for that review. We agreed that's it now for Transylvania references. Yes. Uh, right. Let me do the admin. The admin is... You could stick a neck out in that one, couldn't you? Oh, God. Come on. Right, Come on. Gosh. All right. I promise not to have any bait in me, pong. All right. thought these up. You're the one who needs to do a course. Right. Is this why you were late? <laughs> <laughs> I was having Your a late bite. Yes, I was. Sure. I was having a late bite, yes. Never try and be funny with a comedian. There you go. That's what you, David. We've got a podcast sponsor today, and I'm going to read you the text from Richard, my brother. Um, so, it goes like this. Podcast sponsor, Liam Duggan. First, he sent me this. All the world is football-shaped. It's just for me to kick in space. Love live and drink irresponsibly boom shanker baby emoji smiley face then he said i was celebrating my 50th birthday i just wish everyone a peaceful and happy existence so he sponsored the podcast late at night while drunk on his 50th birthday <laughs> drunk purchase. and then subsequently just said i want to wish everyone a peaceful and happy existence so thank you very much That's liam nice, and happy kind. birthday be fair I, I can i can get where he's coming from at 50 traveling through transylvania was quite strange second time right clive we have <laughs> we have nothing to do with me in this bit we've missed three games i'm coming to you first three games since the last podcast all defeats yeah. Oh God. If we go back from the newest first, we lost on Saturday to Bristol City. We lost in the week last week to Blackburn, and then the cup defeat. 
Well, I'll take I'll take Bristol City because that's the one I, I flew back in for. Um, we'll come on to the transfer window, I guess. Yeah, you know, as as we move forward and what happened with Naki Wells and whatever. But I just felt on Saturday it felt like that feeling from last week that we've kind of given up on the season, which the FA Cup defeat has caused, and what happened at the end of the transfer window has caused, bled into that game really horribly. Um, the crowd was as low and bereft as I can remember it for a long time. Um, really flat. You'd yeah. never guess, either looking at the team or li- like being in that crowd, that this is a team that's won 6-1-5-1 and then beaten Leeds, which were all great games, great results. It just felt like the air had gone out of the place and the team kind of followed suit for about 75 minutes. Bristol City played quite well, a decent team. Their left-back De Silva did a better job on Bright than anybody's done for a couple of months, which killed us mm. a little bit. Um like tiny minutiae on that when we were at Bristol City in August, Bright absolutely tore their other fullback Hunt apart. And I don't know whether Bristol City kept him out the way on Saturday or we just weren't clever enough to switch Bright over to his wing, but we left him with De Silva all day who just had his number. Um, Eze, I thought, was as anonymous as he's been all season. And I'm starting to worry whether we're going to see a repeat of last season where we tried to play him every minute of every game. And we conceded the goal like every other goal we've conceded this year. Centre-back does something stupid with the ball. Full-back allows a cross to come in. Centre-forward unmarked. Goalkeeper should do better. We've conceded about 50 of those bloody goals now. And it just it felt so sad and miserable until about 75 minutes. And it picked up again. Clark came on and did well, which I was pleased about because mm-hmm. it was so dire against Chef Wednesday. He looked really good when he came on on the other wing, cutting back and delivering crosses. And we actually might have got a point in the end. Like if the referee had... Maybe added the time that was meant to be added. Yeah, may, yeah. so mm. may, ifs, buts and maybes, we might have got a point out of it, but I just felt that the feeling from the previous week bled bled into the from game, the, rather. Yeah. Do you sure. think that's what it, it was, that it was it was Clark that that transformed that, that sort of final period of the game? Because I, one thing, as, as bad as we were, and yes, there was no atmosphere, and, the, and the, the, I mean, the players didn't give, you know, the stadium a reason to sort of create any, but... I, you know, from where from where we're sat, you, when we had the ball, Bristol put all of their men behind the ball. From where I sat, I thought, I don't, I, I don't know how you get through this. No. I don't know what what, but you know, and I, I mentioned to, I sit behind Clive, and I, which saying, is traumatic, right? <laughs> <laughs> if there's a bad ref decision, it goes off. But uh, uh, you know, Warburton, and I think you know, it's been discussed on the podcast about Warburton having no plan B. But you're looking at that, and I'm thinking, I don't know what the other plan is. I don't know how you get through through that. So I don't know what. Do you, do, does anyone have an opinion of what, what what we did that finally set the last 15 minutes alight? Where if that had gone on for any longer, I think yeah, it would have been we would have got the goal. Going back to what Clive said about why the place is flat, I think just briefly from my own point of view is the defeats don't help, but also getting yeah. my, could have been Man City the next round of the cup when the club said FFP we need money, and you're thinking. For Christ's sake, I'm, I know I'm stupid, but at least I'm not running a football club. You know, it's one of them ones where it just that does my head in. Um, Saturday, Sean, good point. I think, like Sheffield Wednesday, we decided to play really rubbish for 45, 55 minutes, whatever. And then we wake up when it's unofficially too late. And, mm. you know, playing one up front who hasn't got a lot of pace. And then, I know what you said about Ezzy, but a lot of time I think Ezzy's holding back, waiting for people to get in the areas, to go in the box, to go past him. And we're not supporting each other. I mean, I'm also sick to death for seeing Kane puff out his cheeks and chase someone. 
You know, it's Who, kind of what, sorry? Kane when he puffs his cheeks oh, out. Right. And he's always chasing backwards. You know, he's going forward. We're just getting caught so easily. There's lack of pace at the back four sometimes. Um, and it's, it's, I think with Bristol, it just it's having the desire to have a go and not being scared. There's a few chances where if we had been a little bit braver, a little bit cleverer, we could have just built, like against Cardiff and Swansea, we were hitting everything. They were coming in from the side, in from that side. Saturday, we seemed to be hesitant, way hesitant. Whether he's been told to or not, it seemed to me, and it started in the Chef Wednesday game. As a, if you think about the goals he scored and the goals he set up this year against like Hull and Blackburn earlier in the season, it was him going on beyond the centre forward, mm. and he seems to be much deeper he's now and trying to be say, like yeah. a playmaker. Yeah. Yeah. And I d- I'm not sure that suits him in particular. That, I don't know whether he's been told to do that or whether it's lack of confidence or tiredness. I don't know. I'm sure he must have been played to do that. Sure, uh, told to do that. Surely, um, but I agree with you. He did, does seem to be playing a lot deeper. But I think, in terms of the crowd, in terms of the flat atmosphere, I think it all had everything to do with Naki Wells, totally. uh, our, our top scorer, and you know, a man banging form six in four. I think, or was it four in six? One of the two. I think it's six and four. Um, going to the club, and that's so QPR, the club that we play the, oh, the next bloody day. I mean, it's you couldn't make it up. And okay, you didn't start, but for me, anyway, that's what I was just thinking. Oh, this is well, not just that, but also I, Leisner. Yes, also I, I, Leisner going, I, and I know he wasn't in the team every week, but Scowan going, and that is three players through the spine of the team who play regularly, who went. Like that, and, and I and think that led to, to it. add to that as well. I think also, also and, and although it's sensible, no one coming in. Although that, that okay, that might be the right decision. It just means you've got nothing really to be excited for. Our top scorer has gone, and now I there's ask, no. Oh, I wonder can what I ask the a new question. Guy... If we were yeah. close, sorry, Sean. No, if, we, if we were close to doing a deal with Naki Wells financially, which is what Lee Hughes said, then why couldn't we bring someone else in when we knew the Naki Wells deal wasn't going to come through? Because if we had any sort of money. Going through the season with one striker. Well, look, I'll, t- I'll, is, take, is I'll take that on. I'll take that on because what, you, what you're asking them to do is spend some money now to get from 16th to 12th. And that's just wasted money. Oh. That's, it's wasted money. I mean, of course, it could blow up in your face. You could end up getting relegated. But 38 points in this league with that bottom three, of course we're going to go and get involved in it because that's what we do. But <laughs> in theory, <laughs> in theory, you need three wins from the second half of the season. So it could blow up. In, but it's the sensible, pragmatic thing to do to save money for next season. Don't spend it now on trying to get from 16th to 12th. And on Wells, I, I saw a lot of stuff. And from people that should know better as well about how... Naki's really happy here and his kids are happy in London and all. I'm like guys I think, you, I think you've got a bit love struck here it's like this is football this is the last big contract of his career Bristol City have given him three and a half years mm-hmm. takes him to 33 they've paid a transfer fee and a midfielder for him you know, we were never never in that game and the fact that his twins look cute on Instagram in London in QPR shirts and whatever is just it's completely Kids irrelevant. Kids do look cute. In yeah, cute it's co- but it's co- <laughs> not, 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 not in that way. But, it's just completely thing, irrelevant. It just is, made me laugh that, oh, I think we're holding some cards here. I think he might stay. Of course he's not going to play. I don't get it. He was never, ever our player. And it was pure madness to go the season with three strikers that we'd never use. Because when one does well, he's going to go. But then, and Bristol, sorry, and Burnley had every right to recall him and use him to their advantage. That's what they do. My point is, if the rumours are true that we paid 700000 for Matt Smith... And fifteen grand a week in wages. What for the Man City player? Yeah, if that's true, if if that's true, I'll give you the money myself. Okay, there's absolutely no way. Yeah, for the loan we paid. That's the rumours that doing the rounds. 
that oh, we still pay big money on loans. So I'm so. then I'm uh, if that's the case, I'm surprised at your reaction why we didn't and you're complaining why we didn't replace Wells because you talk a lot about the amount the hidden amounts of money that we spend on loan players and we have no idea what they earn. But even if those five players who have gone have let's say they have a conservative estimate collective wage of fifty grand a week, let's say. Right, it probably will be, but if it's 50 grand a week, that's something like a million pounds the club are saving between now and the end of the season. And on the basis that what Clive said holds, that we will stay up and it's really only a difference of a few league places, then it's not very fun and it's not very sexy, but isn't it just like the correct thing to do? To get to move those players off the wage bill, make that saving, be in a pe- better position they, come they, next season. They also want people to renew their season tickets. That's though. true, and um, <laughs> and it isn't, and it wasn't fun, and, and, and it was flat. No, I've, yeah. I've seen you know a couple of people on Twitter and stuff saying you know what's the point of going you know for the rest of this season, like the, just the walk ups, and and other people saying what's the point of renewing next year? For well, our ambition is to reach sixteenth and then shut up shop, basically. Yeah, they have to. Because I agree with what they're doing. I think it's sensible. It's on QPR. Like, it is, yeah. But you have to take people... You're basically asking people to go with you now on what is an accounting exercise for five months. And last time we are on the podcast, we were saying, hasn't it been nice over Christmas? All the games were in London. Look what we've got now. We're going to Huddersfield on Saturday. We're going to Swansea <laughs> on Tuesday. We've just come back from Blackburn. We're going to Middlesbrough. We're going to... not. You know, we've got some long... We've still got to go to Wigan. It's long and it's expensive. And you're asking people to buy into the idea that we're not going to give you a, a team that's as competitive, but we're still expecting you to turn up and pay for that because it'll come back to us next season. And that's re- it's really tough to take people with you on that. And you saw on, and heard on Saturday what but, happens but when you try and do that. would it be a better philosophy to say other players who wouldn't loan on, on such huge wages from lower leagues, give them a chance? I know you're going to say the fans will kill them if they don't do well, blah, blah, blah. I know that. But... There seems to be a strange logic now that we're left in a position where we have one striker who's on loan on quite a lot of money, and we're pleading poverty. Well, what yeah. I'm going to say, what I'm going to say, and I also think the club when they plead poverty, they, they you know they're right to do it, but they also make mistakes. Like, why would you sign Jack Clark in a position where we've got lots of players if we're poor? Why would we give up a place in the FA Cup where you've got money and a money spinning fifth round tie waiting to happen mm. if we're poor? You know, why are we signing Tony Leisner on a contract so big eighteen months ago that we're now grateful to get rid of it on loan? So they are, you know, they are still making mistakes. I sympathise with them with strikers because I just think Villa and Newcastle coming into this league has changed the striker market at this level. Look at Jordan Hugill and, you know, tell me what you see. West Ham paid £8 million for that. That's what a championship striker costs you now. We tried to get a lower league striker from Peterborough. It didn't work out for us. We, yeah, and then we tried to turn David Wheeler into a striker. It didn't work out. You know, we've got to find a way to buy our own permanent striker. Yeah. But at the moment, I can see why they go down the loan route because just to buy a mediocre player like Jordan Hugel cost you eight million quid at the moment. What did Hull pay for the striker they just sold to West Ham? Twenty. Jared Bowen. Yeah, what, did they what did they pay for him? Oh, oh paid nothing from Hereford. Did, he's not. I mean, he's not a striker. What did, what, but what did, what did um, Preston pay for Hugel from Port Vale? Nothing. They are what did right. We, what did just we going to find them? What did we pay for Eze? What did we pay for Brian? That's what I mean, you have to find them. Yeah, so it, is, it can be done. It can be done. I'm not saying, you know, throw our hands up and give up. You but don't I have do to spend sim- 8 million quid to get a striker in the championship. You don't have to do that. You do I that think, if you're going for promotion. We were never going for promotion. I think you basically do at the minute. I, I have sympathy. So, you either loan them or you pay big money or you get very, very lucky. And we've got lucky twice well, with Eze and Brian. Is, is it, 
What did he cost? Bradshaw? Yeah. Bradshaw cost what, one point uh, yeah. one and a half, and two Matt million Smith from Barnsley. We well, we, get, we give him Matt Smith, don't we? Smith. But, so, you, know. you can do it. It's sometimes your system as well, Clive. And the system we're playing, to me, invites teams to attack us at home with one striker as well. And we can do it. We can live within our means and be competitive easily. And, and we have done this. And, we have and, done and this season. We have done this season. But it's no filtering out because everyone's panicking to lose three players. Leicester. I mean, everyone's like. Suddenly, when someone goes, "Oh, Leicester, he was crap. No, he wasn't. He was decent at this level. He had a good clearance ratio. He had a good tackling ratio. Good head. Yeah. You know, you. I like. I like Leicester. Yeah. yeah, he's a, he's yeah, a good player. Was he worth twenty grand a week? I don't know. I didn't sign him. But, yeah, but I think. Him. I think that's more to do with the fact that he couldn't be guaranteed first team football. I think what I've heard that he was eyeing a move back to Germany anyway, and like took the first chance. I don't know if that's true. Clive. Well, I think in the he came back in the summer. He was captain and first choice, and Warburton basically said in the summer he didn't didn't fancy him and could go back home. We didn't get McKenna, Leisner, won his place back in the team, which I was really impressed with. I remember him coming in against Millwall and basically winning us that game. So, good, you know, good for him. But basically, once you know the manager doesn't want you, you're not going to stick around, are you? And the Masterson emergence, Masterson which is a positive that we Barbe could talk about. Coming back. We were going to loan Masterson out. He's come in and done well. Instead, we loan Leisner out. We've still got the same amount of centre-halves and we're saving half a million quid. So, again, it, it makes sense, but... It's difficult to sell, isn't it? I mean, if Hugo gets injured, we are absolutely up the spawn. Again, it comes back to we're not going up and we're not going down. We'll just muddle through. Like, play Ote, play Eze up there. I'm not... Like I say, it's difficult to take people with you on that. It is... As long as we don't literally lose every game and get relegated, it is the right thing to do. However however tough it is to swallow at this point. Feels like Groundhog Day. I feel like we've been here... It was Groundhog Day yesterday or the day before. Uh, but it feels like we've been here the last three years where in January we basically know we've more or less... We haven't we haven't amassed enough points, but we've amassed enough points by this point to know that unless something goes disastrously wrong, we're not going down and we're not going up and we're muddling through to the And, and also we'll probably be going into the next... We sort of know that we're going into the next season without... You know the key, the key players. So you know Luke Freeman was one of the the star players last season that got us through a lot of the games, got us a lot of points. Next season, Ezzy, inevitable. He's he's gone, right? And Bright. Well, but now that looks inevitable. So so I think to be honest, I think that was all there in in the game against uh, Bristol. Not just right, Naki's gone. No one's come in. But also now we've got nothing to play for. And these two, our, our sort of star players, they're definitely going. So what? Like, hang, what? hang on, do we, why, why are we taking this as a face well, complete that Bright's going well, all it, of a sudden? Crystal Palace came in for Eze in the last minute, but couldn't get the deal over the line, which was quite. A well, good they fit. said we had offers for Bright and Eze. I think yeah. um, so the, 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 the Bright thing, if they thought it was going, that might explain um, getting oh, what's his face in from Tottenham. Clark. That's the one. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would you sell them both though in the summer? Well, it's to do with it's to do with what they value the player. I mean, you you saw with Furlong, a player they didn't necessarily want to sell, but someone met the valuation they sell. That's what we. That's, that's but that where we a, are and what we. That do. was a ridiculous. I mean, what would you value? What would you be your minimum price for Eze? Everybody, I'd say twenty million. I would say oh, about thirty percent more than what they will end up selling him for. Great, <laughs> knowing this board. I, I think we could. 
I think a good, I know, a, a good, a good. Um, it's, me and Chris are holding two microphones in front of Paul, and he looks like a harassed Italian, me, needs one, Italian football too. manager giving an interview. I feel, I feel like I'm in the wrong film. Um, <laughs> lost between us. As he, we'll probably get 15 million, and then we'll. we'll uh, 15 million for him, plus a sell on, plus England cast, blah, blah. Sam, you'll be the interesting one because I actually think the way he's played, he's worth more than Izzy. The contract situation is the thing with Samuel. They keep saying, we expect him to sign, we expect him to sign, but he's got 18 months left. It's like, if he doesn't sign, then that creates a situation in the summer. But what I will say is, again, going back to the FA Cup, I mean, we pretty, it, it'd been out there for a couple of weeks that Burnley were going to call him back. And if you've got a striker in form like that, of course. Uh, someone's going to be after him. And of course, Burnley aren't going to say, no, let's have him, let, let him, you can have him. We won't bother about the five million. So why on earth I leave him out of the FA Cup side? absolutely fucking fuming about that. <laughs> We've basically, and not only did we know he was going back, but we strongly suspected that he was going to the team that we're playing next in the league. So we rest him to get him rested to play against us. Yeah. Like, I'd like. I, I mean, essentially, that, surely, that surely, it's in, surely it's in our interest yeah. to play not not only play him against Chef Wednesday, but play him in every position. Run the bloody arse off him! Like, it's like just so QPR yeah. that so cute. And we and instead we pick Hugel, who's now going to have to play every single minute of every single game, as we've just said, right through to the end of the season. They rest. I, I, I mean, just shoot me in the face. Well, I try and stick up for them when they deserve sticking up for. But my good god. I, was, like, I, I had to go for a walk when they did that. I was yeah. like, fuck me. I knew I'd hit the right button eventually, Clive. Um, the, uh, <laughs> it's just a matter of time. But, <laughs> sorry, sorry, but the, sorry. No, the, but the FA Cup, I mean, surely, you know, this, this is, this is going to... It turns out we'd have been home to Man City, which is going to bring us in, what, what quarter of a million pounds? Yeah, we'd have got beat 7-0, but you would have had... So you would have had full house... Television money, prize money, it's a quarter of a million quid. And we're saying, oh, we have to loan Leisner out because it saves X on wages. But you could have had a free quarter of a million quid there Mm. just by winning a very winnable home FA Cup game. And those players like that we just talked about, Eze, Bright Samuel, could have added an extra couple of million to their value when people see them on live television playing they. Playing exactly. their asses off. We uh, say, I mean, that is Groundhog Day. We say that about the FA Cup every year. QPR's attitude to it is disgusting. Well, that's, the, well, that's when the season finished for me. It was just like, I, I just, yeah. I just scraped team, myself off the floor. Is it the team you would have put, picked for a league game? No. no. So it's wrong. Yeah. I would have totally arrested, pe- arrested people for Blackburn. The only what, player... What's the pro- the only yeah. player Blackburn was yeah. what sixteenth uh, against twelfth. Why are we Why are we so bothered about that? I think this applies to about eighty nine of the 90, uh, 91 yeah. teams in the league. Apart from, I kind of get Liverpool resting their players because they're going for like immortality. I kind of get why they might be doing that. Although I imagine a purist like Finney would object to it. I get that more than us resting. The death players. of the FA Cup. Is, the death of the FA Cup is not the big clubs. The death of the FA Cup is mid-table championship and Premier League teams with nothing else to play for, slinging reserve teams out, getting punted out of the competition, and then just spending the rest of the season muddling well, through. Well, I think it's both. If you're even if you're Tottenham, what do you think you're going to win? What do you yeah. think you're going to do if you don't go for the FA Cup? Well, to be fair, if you're, you're, you're not winning the league. Yeah, but to, be fair, to be fair, David, if you're at Tottenham and you're in reserves, you're probably going to end up at QPR anyway. So um, <laughs> that's what they're going to win. No, with the FA Cup, I, w- I watched Brentford against Leicester. There was two reserve teams on BBC One. I have sympathy it, it, for Brentford in that because they're competing for something. Yeah, they're like third, still, Leeds are bottling yeah. it. They're there. Yeah. Yeah. We're not competing for and anything. It's still the FA yeah. Cup, and I think everyone... 
no matter once if it filters down, doesn't once one team doesn't take it seriously, someone else doesn't take it seriously. We we never take it seriously, which is why our record's so poor. And it's embarrassing because with the Man City, you get the TV money, you get the tourists coming down, you get everything you want, the full house, a bit of a and God knows if we go and beat them, you've got a bit of a spark to season, and your season's not over. And we've done it. We've, season's over now. We've done it twice in the last two seasons when McLaren changed the whole team and we lost at Blackpool in yeah. the third round of the League Cup. The rested players came back in at Swansea on Saturday and lost 3-0 anyway. <laughs> and then we lost to Sheffield Wednesday last Friday. Bright comes back in. You know, Liam Kelly comes back in for Blackburn. We lose the game anyway. Like, mm. it just... You're annoying people that you need to keep on side. You rested Naki Wells at Bristol City. And then we... Knew, yeah, ooh, don't... Yeah, don't start me again. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and, you're you're not you're antagonising people unnecessarily. You don't like you need people on side. Don't don't do, piss yeah. people off when you don't need to piss yeah. them off. Do you think that they're the reason that they're putting out this sort of second team is because there was a sort of intention there to to push on for a playoff chase? Is that is I, that the idea? I or just, or just literally no the... one in football thinks for themselves. But, Guardia, uh, Guardiola makes everyone his teams play out from the back, so the other 91 teams do it. <laughs> yeah. Liverpool, all the teams at the top of the Premier League don't take the FA Cup seriously. So all of a sudden you've got teams like us who have no right to not be taking the FA Cup seriously follow suit. It's because really no one's got that much but, imagination. But, as Clive, yeah, but, yeah. but we have a right to rest a few players and I don't think anyone disagrees with that. If, we, if, if, we, if we're third, we're yes. two points yes. off uh, we're two oh, points absolutely. off Leeds and Westbrook. Yeah. And I think, I, I think yeah. the crowd in, on whole would have sympathy with that. Did anybody of care course. in the Warnock season when Warnock openly said we're not, we're not bothered. I think we lost to Port Vale, didn't we, in the League Cup? <laughs> and we lost to Blackburn in the FA Cup. And Casper Gortz nearly equalised at the end, forced a replay. And Warnock said I would have killed him if he'd done that. Yeah. And, and we were all on board yeah. because there was a clear aim in that season. Yeah. But, no, then, but then he got, ironically, got sacked because we drew MK Dons, essentially. Well, yeah, that was a, that's a decision well, that turned out really well, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cheer up, everybody. <laughs> I feel like we should have a bit of light relief now, but... Behave. No, but we have we have we have a we have a special guest. We'll tell you later. We do have a special guest in Sean. You haven't been on for a few years. No, I'm not going to say. Can you do five minutes? Sean, can you just do five minutes? But Sean, can you just do five minutes? It's very visual act. No, you are. You are. People will pay you. What? Aren't you paying for stand-up tips? Oh no! Here we go. Here we go. Says the man who paid to go to Transylvania for references. There you go. Um, I it's been a few years since yes. you're on, and you might not be comfortable with it, but oh, I would no. say you're probably QPR's best. You're 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 our celebrity fan now. Right, that's, that's how far how things have sunk. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. I know there were one or two. Tragic, isn't I it? don't want to bring it up. I know there were one or two Mick other Jones. things that people might remember. Yes, but I remember your stint on Strictly for you, from you wearing a QPR scarf oh, on yes. BBC One I've still on got Saturday that. night. Yeah, I've which is brilliant. Got that with um, some uh, it had sort of sequins on it. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done for that. Thank you very so, much. What, thanks, what, for, thanks for bringing up Strictly. No. <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. It's happened to me for... Yeah, was, oh, that, that was going to be um, my R's end. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it was my R's end. <laughs> so I don't... I, <laughs> and that's why he's a comedian. I don't think you're from London originally, are you? So so how, I am, I am. How did you child. come to support QPR? Um, 
I, by the way, I can tell you this, and I don't mean to offend you, from being an avid listener to this podcast, that no one listening gives a shit about this bit and just wants us to talk about QPR. No. But I will finish this quickly. It's just my dad. Dad moved over to the bush in, in uh, what was it, late 70s, 80s, you know, the bowls, uh, the um, marsh and, 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 and that team. And so... He supported QPR. Then I grew up in London. He took me to the... So I was there for Les. I was there for Les okay. and Sinton and then Sinclair and all, Bardsley, etc. The 90s, the, the 90s place team. finish. Oh, yes, the fi- I was there. But you, grew up, you, you grew up in Brighton, really, didn't you? And yes. did you get a lot of crap well, of Brighton fans for QPR, being a QPR Oh, player? man. When, do you remember when Leon Knight chose Brighton oh. over us? Oh. Yeah, that, yeah, that yes. blew up in his face. But yeah, I do. Yes. do you remember he that? said it... Uh, oh. He said he wanted to go to a team that played proper football. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, Matthew Rose. Was it Matthew Rose last minute winner? Three two. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Scenes. Uh, outside the box, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you remember this? I remember the, the Withdean. I, I, yeah. Even he doesn't rem- know how he did that. Yeah. <laughs> Green and white hoops. Bosh. Yeah. I once tweeted Leon Knight about that because I just wanted to be annoying I said is that the worst decision you ever made in your career or is there a worse one we don't know about (laughs) wow yeah he just wrote back with a pound sign Uh (laughs) did he (laughs) yeah he did Uh, (laughs) fair fair enough yeah maybe it was a typo fair enough Um, I used to know his dad but that's not one for the podcast Sean's dad or Leon Knight's dad Leon Knight's dad Leon Knight I mean he that season we had um, whatever it was called then LDV or Freight Rover Trophy game at home to Brighton that year that actually got shifted to the Sunday, probably an FA Cup weekend. So we were, you know, we were free. Uh, <laughs> she got shifted it and Shitu and Carlisle beat Leon Knight up that day and the referee let him, let them do it. It was glorious. So we won, we won 2 1 and that he just, Shitu and Carlisle just took turns. It was absolutely incredible. He ended up in the Irish League Leon Knight, believe it or not. And he was even too bad for that. I wondered how you're going to oh, work a link in there, Finney. Are you Irish? Do you follow him on Twitter, Leon Knight? He no, of course not. He's an objectionable else. little shit. He is. He did a he horrible is. thing. There's like a YouTube video or something where he. I mean, I don't even I want to mention it. Don't think he. He doesn't <laughs> talk about women in the most polite and respectful way. I would say if you follow him on Twitter. Right. Um, anyway, you were going to ask Sean. I was going to ask a couple more. Any other QPR fans on the circuit, or are you one of a kind on the comedy circuit? How, how Cruttenden? Do we, yes. Are we aware? Is so he, he's a slightly so, older well, guy so, whose so, well, act is I'm not gay, but I just sound gay. That's his. I know who you mean. Uh, yeah. That's it's been a, well, I don't, I don't know, you know, like what? Do you know? I don't, like, I, I, don't, I feel was, like you've been done set up here. He's man. Done all, yeah, God, no, 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 love Hal, but he did, yes. he did say. I mean, this won't go down well, but he did say that he he was he was thinking of it. <laughs> support. I'm, in fact, I'm dropping Hal in this, and I, I'm glad I am now. He's thinking of su- supporting Chelsea. What? Yeah. He's not a QPR fan. Yeah, I don't think he understands. I think he just says QPR. He doesn't actually. Yeah. I don't think he comes. Paul Finney's just left the room, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a, didn't uh, the guy who wrote White City Blues? Didn't he swap QPR? He did. And um, uh, Tim Lott. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rich Hall keeps turning up in the Crown and Sceptre on a Saturday night. I but mean, is that post QPR or just because he's going in for? A no, he's bit? he's just going in for a part, and we like we've we've got him involved a couple of times, and we've also been those drunk people. I've been that drunk person. Go, hey, it's Rich Hall when he just wants to be there for a quiet pint. But he's, yeah, is it, you were saying he's actually been to a game. He's now. Been to a game, and he said it was shit. He's never <laughs> going back. <laughs> well, that went well, we tried, we tried. Um, <laughs> 
But Bill, uh, Bill Bailey used to claim to be a fan, but I'm I've not seen sure. I've seen Bill Bailey at the games. Okay, yeah, but I don't think it's sort of. You know, I don't think... I, I mean, I don't know, but I don't think it's sort of season ticket holder. Famous, I think it's, you know... The most famous fan is Robert Smith and I don't think, and Mick Jones. You can't beat them too. No offence, John. I thought Robert Smith supported um, Crawley. Is this a new Someone thing? told me he supported Crawley. No, QPR. Robert Smith is QPR. Bill, ba- Bill Bailey ended up in a queue for tickets with Mel... Friend of the podcast. Oh my good <laughs> god! <laughs> and they <laughs> and uh, they went in the box office and asked if there was like an OAP discount for trolls. Whoops. Which, which if you if you know if you know what Bill Bailey looks like and you know what Mel looks like, that'll work for you. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Um, um, we have got Ian Morris, obviously. I mean, he's not a comedian as such. Was QPR comedy writer? Uh, was um, oh god, was it the, the who? Phil Collins was who? for Phil Collins who? was for. Who? Um, Daltrey um, Townsend Daltrey speaking I, I was with really? Roger Daltrey yeah and he, he changed to Arsenal just changed Why to Arsenal are these people changing to Phil, Phil Collins legendary yeah. did that and, didn't he he? And, to, and Kid Jensen yeah. went Kid to Jensen, Palace Kid Jensen's reason what? to go to the Palace was because we had a plastic pitch I remember that really well because I hid him anyway we're just always, yeah, always selling our best players aren't we it's like, and losing Phil Collins was Who would we like to get on a, on a free transfer, comedian-wise, from someone else's club? Or, or indeed celebrity? Who's there that we'd like to become a fan of our club? I, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy unless you're sort of born into it, are you? John Terry had a, like an abotomy and came back as a QPR supporter, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, you, you can sit with him. Uh, the only other question I wanted to ask you, which is potentially... Uh, no, and oh, then that's it. Yeah. Have you ever mentioned QPR on stage? Have you ever done a QPR gag or QPR reference? No, but i tell you what happens, which is quite nice, is sometimes I'll do a tour show or a festival gig, and, and when I walk out, people shout, Yes! <laughs> that was good. Cool. That was me and Simo. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> but so, but I, I don't think other people know what they're referring to. I also noticed, this is sad, that I noticed this, your tour date... Mm two or three of them correspond with the exact towns that we are playing in on that day. Are you, are you like, in Huddersfield or something? On, you're, you're very close to where we're playing on that, certain days. That is just a coincidence. Um, are you playing but, in Huddersfield this week? But I think you are. Maybe I got that wrong. What are you saying? Why are you saying are you? Oh, are you right? Okay, right. I thought you meant, am I like play, playing? Is that am I taking on Huddersfield? Are you, are you, you might as well. Can mate? you play up front? I've just, just signed, ladies and gentlemen. No, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. No, sorry. But Alan Davies moves Q, QI episodes are recorded around. Like if there's an Arsenal game, there's no QI. Amazing, that, isn't it? Wow. That would the be power. the level. That we had a very to. fun away day the other year where we lost at Rotherham and then in the evening you were playing. Barton upon Humber, which is oh man, it's, a, it's quite a desolate place. God bless it, you know, it's near my parents' house. But that was a that was a good day. We had we had fun that. Day. Yeah, you're doing a tour. <laughs> you oh, might yeah. as well do the plug for it. Oh my god, I'm not going to plug go the on. tour. I don't want to. I'm just here to talk. Keep Fine. Up. There you go. I, I know. I'm not suggesting you are. Yeah, yeah. But I saw your tour and it was very good. Thank and you. It's, you're on tour now. Soon. I'll do the tour at some point. Google it. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. <laughs> you could do with a PR. Have you, heard, have you met David? Know, yeah, yeah, have you yeah. met David? <laughs> have you ever thought about doing a tour about dancing? Right. <laughs> I did. Oh, I did. I did. I did a tour about dancing. Uh, Let's go. Next. Okay. Actually, that's a good question. Who would we have? Who in the whole world could we have as a QPR fan if we could just bring him down here? Jesus. 
That's He's literally not... what Chris asked <laughs> no, that's about not... three I'm minutes ago. Yeah, but I'm echoing his question. I'm just thinking, Jesus, would he... He's been crucified. Maybe let's, not, no, maybe let's not carry on with that one. Actually. I mean, why do we want to get crucified twice in one lifetime? Have you seen Michael Gove at Loftus Road? Oh, God, yes. No. yes uh, I've seen Michael Gove on the Oxford Road a couple a of times. That's, that's an awkward... So I put, I put like a spoof team out last Thursday on the Twitter when all of our players had left and everyone was feeling uh-huh. down. And I included Alan Johnson, who, you know, yeah. I think... And Sean Walsh. Yeah, you were I'm in. well up, but we had, we subsequently had an argument about whether he should be playing fullback or not. And like, this isn't the actual team. I'm right back. Um, but yeah, quite a few people said, "Oh, Michael Gove should be in." Michael Gove. Have you seen whatever you think of him? Have you seen his jogging technique on BBC <laughs> News? And he wears his the jogging, QPR tracksuit. Yeah, in his QPR tracksuit, and, and God bless him for it. But his jogging technique. I mean, that would be a Bob Malcolm all over again. Uh, there are some. Pe- <laughs> I will say about Michael Gove, and there will be some. Pe- for balance, I'll say there will be some people in this room who do not like him and some people who don't have that opinion, blah, blah, blah. But he does seem to go quite a lot. I've seen him several oh, yeah, times. Oh, no, yeah, he's... I've seen him several he's, times. He, he's got tickets in the lower loft, hasn't he? Yeah. Someone, someone saw him the other day getting out of his ministerial car uh, <laughs> and then walking down. I don't know. What a club. He, yeah. said, what he, a said, club. He, said, he said on Radio 5 this morning that he has all types of transport that he uses to go to places... Not just ministerial cars. Just mad of the people. Okay. I mean, what, Toby Young's QPO as well. Really? This is a podcast, Toby Young. Yeah. Oh, yes. And um, yes. when I was doing the walk, he came up and spoke to me. Um, and I remind him that he blocked me on Twitter. Not only is he Toby Young... To be Young, fair, we've all done that. Not only is Toby Young uh, uh, a listener to the podcast, he reviewed in GQ magazine some headphones about a year ago. And in the review, he said, to test them out, I listened to the QPR podcast. All we need is Anne Whittaker, I got second worst dressed man uh, in the country in GQ. <laughs> All I do is wear black jeans and a t-shirt. Who, Who beat you? Who I'm really first? sorry you lost. Get, uh, Who beat you? Jacob Rees-Mogg. Oh. <laughs> Unbelievable. All I do is wear look, just black jeans and some boots. Yeah, nothing wrong with oh, that. When was this? Well, it might have just been after uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He must have been devastated. You know, Jacob Rees-Mogg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the face in front of the show on mm. Did you really come second? Why would I be... Why would I make... Why would I just randomly <laughs> make that Did up? Did it change the way you dress or think about how you dress? No. He looks exactly the, the same as he did sitting behind me ten years ago. The picture they used was for the um, the sort of opening gala of Strictly Come Dancing when I was where wearing a, a purple yeah, sequin suit as if that's what I wore when, <laughs> yeah. I, went to, when I went to Westfield. <laughs> Did you get to keep that? Uh, yes. And uh, what, the suit? The suit. No, and the scarf. You've also got, got the scarf. The, I've got the suit. I've got all oh, of the costumes. Right. Yeah. Anyway, let's go back to QPR. Ours end. Already? Yeah. I mean, this will, <laughs> you're, you're here and there's five of us, so this will take three quarters of an hour anyway. That went quick, didn't it? You Chris. That's a sweaty... Yes, okay. Get out. Chris. Yes? I'm coming to you. How are you? Oh, okay. If you can put the microphone towards your mouth, yes. that would oh, be good. Way, I've, had, yeah. I've had several complaints that people can't hear us properly and we need to speak closer to the mics, but that might have been a They're plug. talking about you. <laughs> yeah. They're talking about you. You need to put the mic to your mouth yeah. when you talk. Well, first of I all, think you should, should take it further away. First, <laughs> first of all, David was interviewed for by 442 magazine, weren't you? Uh, 
that was uh, what absolutely, he's uh, in, yes. just in case you missed it I'd be surprised if you have because he's put it on every social media outlet known to man but uh, uh, I haven't quite done the quadruple it's not on my LinkedIn but there's time yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, how did you well first of all how did you find that and uh, how did it come about um, it came about because occasionally we get oh, this sounds awful now the podcast gets asked to contribute to a few bits and pieces and they're always looking for different people from different clubs and they asked us and I thought my favorite magazine ever I'll do it I named you in it oh I was like it's a best and worst so I think it comes out later this week. <laughs> and, oh, not again. And second, you came second, and you came second to Jacob Rees-Mogg. Um, no, on the celebrity fan, oh. we've mentioned them both. But, and my you best and... celebrity fan was sure. My worst was Michael Gove. Yeah, I oh. oh, was that your worst. Oh, I didn't realise that. I didn't, not... re- I, I didn't see which order it was in. Oh, um, your, your, and your Twitter <laughs> account tomorrow is going to be fun. It was kind of like yeah. not, not, not. Not because he's a Tory, because he's a politician. Not because he is or isn't a Tory. Right. Uh, and yeah, I answered it, and like it was all best and worst, best and worst eleven stuff like that. Did a joke about Dominic Iorfa Junior's mum. It was great. Yeah, thank you. No, that's it fine. was a thrill. Okay, the other one. Um, I don't know if you saw this today. Someone on Twitter imagined every Premier League club as a drink, which was quite funny. <laughs> it's got like ten thousand retweets, and there was something like uh, who, who was, there was Newcastle were. Iron Brew, because you either love it or hate it, something like that. Anyway, it, it was... So I was just trying to think, QPR, what drink would QPR represent? That little bit of uh, Stella <laughs> that you mind sweep when the bar's closed, <laughs> but you don't want to leave, but you need it. And you, you just... And like it's got a, like somebody's cigarette ending and a bit of lips, and you just... Just because you can't do... Just because you can't, you can't do without it. Yeah. You can't do without it. However bad it is, however awful it tastes, however <laughs> dreadful it makes you feel about yourself, you have to do well, it. That was way and, better and, than and mine. It, and it's got um, at the end of it, it's got the best before dip, which is all one, whatever the year is. <laughs> sure, was, you've obviously got one ready. Well, so my, I, I, I feel yeah, like on. I feel like Clive's completely stolen my thunder. But my, yeah. mine was off, off the off the cuff was snake bite because it's terrible at first, and as you get used to it, it sort of improves, and you get a feeling of euphoria. <laughs> Then the reality kicks in and you throw up all over yourself. <laughs> so that that was mine. Any, that's which it. is nowhere near right. as good as Clive's. Yes, thank you. So it's, we're basically bad alcohol. That's what it is. I think, yeah, that's something. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll do for me. Has anyone ever tried Buckfast? Yes, what is that? Oh, that's that's forgotten. That sounds like Scottish. Is that Scottish I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't know. Sounds like a spoonerism. Is it good in all nine games? Everyone's drinking Buckfast. Shocking stuff. Fail. Was that your all's end? Nope. No. Go on. <laughs> no, no, it's not my turn yet. Well, I've sort of Go got... On, I, I, I don't know if it's... A, is it even... A, could it be a question, the R's end? But it's, it's just sort of, I suppose, what what do people... Has this been spoken about on the podcast? We sort of talk about it a bit where we're sat. But this, this playing it back thing. This playing it back <laughs> thing, okay? Like, yes, we've done well this season. I've enjoyed this season overall. I am a fan of Warburton. I, when we went through a, a bad patch, just what was it during Christmas or whatever it was? I there was I did not even consider the idea of him going right. But this back to th- the goalkeeper. I mean, you talk about no atmosphere. How how you can't create atmosphere if you're just playing it round the back, then playing it back to Kelly or Lumley. What I mean, what do, what do people think? Because what happens to me is I find it extremely frustrating, and then. You know, we might win a game and I don't care, or we lose and then I'm frustrated about the playing it back. I mean, what, what, what's, what do people think? I get the theory. 
you know, you you pass it round and you draw teams on, but it, it becomes a bit of a risk when your players aren't good enough to do it. Um, and you saw, actually on Saturday, the one time we did it in the first half and the crowd really groaned, we then played four passes forward yes, and nearly, yes, and nearly yes, scored yeah, on yeah, I yes. was one of those groaners. Yeah, I, I think like we all were, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, so yeah. we're like, Kelly's on, <laughs> and then four passes later, we nearly scored. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so that's the theory. The worry is when the team starts lacking confidence and going into a bad run of form is that they always look for a safe backwards pass instead of a dangerous forward one. So in among the, we have to take people with us, on this second half of the season, we don't need to get into, let's just play it back and say, if you, you know, we've been quite exciting to watch this season and yeah. we need to keep doing that and not doing the same stuff. I, I think he's a man with a plan. He has a very clear plan of what he wants to do and how he wants to play. Yeah. And if you read anything about how he approaches it, it, make sense it's about possession it's about creating chances it's not about losing taking wild shots from outside the box and all that stuff I would almost put it back to you if you were to grade the football this season out of 10 and then compare it to any marks out of 10 you would give the season the previous two or three seasons is it higher for me it is higher so therefore it's worth sticking with it yes yeah definitely oh yeah yeah I think it's just the extent sometimes that irritates me the the amount yes yeah 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 I'd agree with that, and I'd say at Bristol City, that was particularly prevalent. But then I would go back to your earlier point that Bristol City had about 15 blokes behind the ball at every yeah, they opportunity. Were so, good. Yeah. so we weren't yeah. given the opportunity. So any, there just wasn't anywhere for them to go. And as you yeah. said, plan B, I mean, what plan B? Because you can't actually get, get beyond them. Bristol yeah. City were super organised on Saturday. I know, like We don't talk about the opposition, really, but they filed back into shape. And were so disciplined with sort of eight behind the ball as soon as we got the ball over. They would look really sharp. The Bristol City fans don't really seem to like Lee Johnson. I think I think Lee Johnson's a fantastic manager. I just they looked super well coached to me on uh, on Saturday. Mm. That playing out from the back will if Masterson continues like he's looked in the first six games, we haven't really talked about him. He's a big positive that he's come in and oh, just, just absolutely looks the part, doesn't he? Like and runs Big with physical, it. can carry the ball out, win yeah. you a header. I thought he'd scored on Saturday, which would have been nice. But I t- he's, a, he's a big positive from the last well, I miserable fortnight. The Bristol City, and I thought the fan, their fans were quite good. And you got the predictable Naki Wells chant, but the, like the anti-Naki Wells chant. But they're, they're, why couldn't they get their own actual Naki Wells chant? They just <laughs> repeated ours verbatim. I mean, surely they could have come up with a Has different it song. you that it's not ours? Well, it hasn't, no. <laughs> maybe it was Burnley's, maybe it was Bradford's. Yeah, but you don't know that, do you? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, Paul is nodding. It's like the, um, yeah. Like, we're not known for nicking songs at all, are we? Like the, uh, what was it, uh, Bazaki song named after him, was it? Yeah, yeah but it was... that was a different player. But what I'm saying is, this is this was our song that we've been singing all season. And they've just surely they got the brains. You would, you would though, Chris, wouldn't you? If it was the other way around and we were at Bristol City, I'd nick their song. Yeah, I'd, maybe. I'd, I'd maybe stood there and sung about their striker all bloody afternoon. Clive, do you want to do Tony Fernandez money laundering or the guy that I met on security at New Orleans Airport? Do do that guy because <laughs> Tony Fernandez money laundering was was mine. So I'll then just say that line and we'll and talk about it when it's mine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, was coming through uh, coming through New Orleans Airport security last week, as you do, been away for two weeks, was hung over to hell. Um, and this guy came up to me, you know, the guy that sorts you into the queues to put things into your trays and whatever. 
came up to me, big guy, like old sort of walrus looking, big moustache and whatever. Yeah, you know, like some of those Americans are, you know, we'd get, almost could have had a cowboy hat on. Like saw I had a UK passport in my hand, not open, came up to me and uh, wait, are you, uh, you're from the UK, I'm not going to do the accent. Uh, you're from the UK, are you QPR then? No. And I didn't want to put it on Twitter because I thought they didn't happen. Didn't lot. happen. But as, it turns, as, it, as it turns out, no one reads what I say on Twitter. But he I came get at- scared about the didn't happen thing. <laughs> yeah, they're terrifying, aren't they? things I don't tweet because I think, oh, no one will believe that. Yeah, well, I don't think anyone would ever believe. I don't think, but God on his truth, this guy came up and went, are you QPR then? And I was like, shit, they've been through my browsing history. That this, I'm going to get taken in. It's going to be the rubber gloves. The only person who, when they think they've been through my browsing history, goes straight in their mind to QPR. <laughs> I was, well, they, well, no, I just, I just thought it was like, I just thought it was like, oh, let's just make sure it's him, and then, and then we'll pull him in for questioning about the other stuff. I was like, oh god, here we but, go. But I mean, here why would you make that up? Yeah. So he said it, and I just like shit myself because I'm in airport security and whatever. He's like, so you're QPR? I was like, I, I actually am. I got my season to get out. He was thrilled. Said it like his great granddaddy moved over there and had watched QPR in the twenties and thirties. Still got a membership, apparently. Like, wow, showed, yeah, wow, he just, must be old. He said I was his second ever. Yes, every time he sees a UK passport in New Orleans security, he says, "Are you QPR?" And I was the second person ever that had said yes. And I was like, "Shall I put this?" I was going to get a picture with him. I was like, "Shall I put it on Twitter?" I didn't. That didn't happen. A lot scare me a lot. So I kind of did, but kind of didn't. But yeah, if you're going through New Orleans security and a Big guy with a moustache comes up and asks if you're mm. cute. I feel like I want to go there now just for that. <laughs> it's, it's not as sinister as you may think originally. <laughs> I, I believe you that that happened. Yeah, why would you? I'm not in the didn't happen. I really like didn't happen. the didn't happen lot, unless it's me. That yeah, if they, get, if they get you, they get you, right? Um, Oh, great story. Well, I, I, I only have a someone tell me more about this because I saw this about an hour before we started recording tonight, which is Tony Fernandez is being investigated for fraud, bribery, has stepped aside as chairman of um, AirAsia. We go to our correspondent, Clive Whittingham, to tell us more. Clive, what have you got on the story? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's so explain QPR. It. It's just so QPR, Do, do an it? explainer because... As far I as I can it. tell... The allegation is that Airbus shoveled some money Tony Fernandez's way in the form of a sports sponsorship in the return for a big order of planes. I'm hoping, and most of the reports so far seem to suggest that that was Caterham, mm. his F1 team, which if you look at the Caterham cars, they were covered in Airbus sponsorship. So I think the allegation is Airbus gave him 50 million quid, they got Airbus on the car, and in return he ordered like 300 Airbus planes. <laughs> So hopefully, hopefully it's not going to come back to us. But absolutely it's Q- no. But it's QPR, isn't it? Oh, so we'll, absolutely so give, none. It, give it another give it another week, and we'll be in the shit. Yeah. Um, well, it's, 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 it's one thing. Does it come back to us? I suppose it's also if, if you get a crimi- down, if you get a criminal conviction, then the then FF happens, the yeah. um, fit and proper person test comes into it. Maybe that's why they shoveled the chairmanship over to Amit. It's all a bit too stable at the moment anyway. We're kind of waiting for something like this. Yeah, I was, yeah, I yeah was, we're talking about boring end of the season, nothing to play for. Yeah, yeah we're just cruise through to the end of the season. Oh shit, we've laundered a load of foreign money. <laughs> all these are allegations just to... Just of course to... it is, and you're innocent until proven guilty. Although we have spent hundreds of millions of pounds on players. Nothing to do with anything. Yeah... But guys, it, oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know enough about it to comment. But you would, 
it would show up if massive amounts of money were being poured in. It would show up in the account. If it, if you would proper, hope. Please, God. You were saying about fit and proper um, people for the FA approved to, to buy clubs. Well, that's never gone wrong, has it? No, yeah, well, the Oystons were allowed to own Blackpool and he was a bit rapey, wasn't he? Shinawatra at uh, Man City. quite loose. Yeah, and, and there's, there's an awful <laughs> lot of people involved in football who are in jail. Now, I think as long as it doesn't come back to back, or come back to bed as the arse, hopefully it'll be all right. But it's still, if the FA, you do feel if the FA get another chance with us after falling and after the uh, cheating on FFP and everything else, we are going to get properly dealt with. It's so cute. We're getting quite the tick list, aren't we? We've had guns in the boardroom. We've had meningitis. We've had deaths. We've had all. We've had administration. We've had the club going to the. Week. We're just ticking it's them off so now. Bro. International like money nice. laundering. Can we mention? Can we mention what happened to Bullstrode? Or is that just wrong? Yeah. No. That. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On the job. Yes, good. Yep. I mean, good for him. With a what, what a way to go. Yeah. That's like been on here. Celiacs, Northern Ireland, <laughs> dyslexic. <laughs> right. <laughs> we all aspire. We all aspire to be David Bulstrode, don't we? QPR Chad Bingle, Jill, fraud. Tried to shoot. Tried to shoot someone. Cunts. What? What? Would you just say? Well, allegedly, one of our chairmen died while in bed with a prostitute. Okay. Yeah, but what did I you thought, say? What's the word you just said? Can. Can. Guns, wasn't it? Okay. Right. I've, um, been, I've been with you too long, Paul. We, so we've all done our, our's end. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Horribly okay. libeled the podcast. Yeah, okay. So yeah, that's... We've all done... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all... I haven't done mine. Okay, right. Strap in, everyone. Finney met someone last week that used to be his dentist in Belfast that hasn't seen for 20 years. Here we go. In Transylvania. <laughs> My dentist in Belfast was a butcher. That's all I'm saying. What? Yeah, he's, he was what two jobs? Or? He was from South Africa. You uh, kill well, you me. shouldn't have gone in there if it was for your teeth being done. If it was obviously uh, a butcher. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. Um, I kind of <laughs> you put me off now. All I was going to say was a very, very normal end of the show type finneyism, which is basically. I feel really sorry for everyone who went to Blackburn, and that I'm going to have to go to Huddersfield and go to Swansea, and I see on. Um, QPR today they're doing Ong Sun Heroes and whose pictures on it? Oh yeah! <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. God. Do you go to, um, to yeah? Yes. Well, I mean that game is as big a shock to me as it did to you I can assure you. Can we vote for you? Once, uh, I don't know how someone in the office bloody saw it but yeah that was like <laughs> Can somebody... we vote for him? It's a tremendous uh, uh, it's a tremendous for people that haven't seen it it's a tremendous picture of Chris finishing some sort of half marathon Desperate for a pint and a fag, but high fiving someone on the way through with a big it, smile. Get out of the way! <laughs> yeah, get out of the way! <laughs> Running towards a pub. It was actually the, the Tiger Feet walk from last year. Um, so I'm right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah, basically, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I actually got one last year, so I think they're just using, maybe using that because, uh, yeah, I, I'm not expecting to win one in consecutive years, let's put it that and way. The person I would vote for is Tom the Steward. But if it wasn't Tom the Steward, it would be Pat. Harrison, who oh, deserves a Pat, massive yeah, award for Pat's had tough Christmas as I, well. So I, I, would, I would definitely urge everyone to vote for Pat. Well, there's more than... I mean, I think last year there was probably like 10, 15. So, yeah, we can get a, get a campaign going. Is that really it? Mm-hmm. You're Bloody dumb. hell. Mm-hmm. New Year, new him. New Year, new Finney. 2020 Finney. Come on. Come on, come on. Um, okay. Well, let's do predictions. Let's do predictions. For Huddersfield, um, and then I doubt we're gonna be able to record before next Tuesday. And you're gonna remind me who we've got next Tuesday. Swansea, Swansea. So let's do double predictions, Chris. Jesus. 
<laughs> Microphone to <laughs> mouth. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nil nil Huddersfield. <laughs> Swansea. Uh, five one Swansea. Two. Just Swansea. <laughs> I, I, I've got to be optimistic. I'll, I'll say one all. That's Paul. optimistic. Yeah. I'm shitting both games. Well, I'd, sorry, I'd, sorry, I do not know where Huddersfield are. I'm terrible. Oh, it's where just are they? Just, yeah, it's just Huddersfield. There we go. Very good. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Bang. The thing is, if we'd send the Huddersfield a six-pointer, it's not. It's way, we're not in that predicament. But if we lose to them and then lose to Swansea, then I will be bricking it towards oh, what happens therefore so, after. I'd like to think we could so, beat... So they're battling relegation? They are very much battling relegation. And Swansea's kind of a real mixed bag. You don't never know what they're going to do. Um, so I'd like to get a 1-1 draw where it's Swansea and beat Huddersfield 1-0. That's what I'd like to happen. I'm not positive. I think we're going to do our annual nine games without a win. Yeah, uh, We'll probably start now. We'll end up having to be probably a low points total to stay up. You need kind of 44, 45 points. We'll be stuck on 42 points forever, then win the last two. So I'm not positive for the next two games. Sean? Huddersfield, <laughs> uh, uh, it'll be 1-1. And Swansea will beat us 3-0. Sorry, I don't want to be right. Yeah, I don't want you to be right. Jack's playing for them. Jake. Jake Bidwell. Jake yeah. Bidwell, not Jack. Why do I keep getting people's names wrong? That's a ridiculous thing I keep doing. So Bidwell's playing, so we're all in with a chance. I'm sure there was a dyslexia mention. Oh, why do you there. keep getting people's names wrong? Do you have some kind of... That's the full no. set for Fingo, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm just thick. You're not thick. You're not thick. If I'm sincere, you're not. Right, Clive. Yeah, Sincerity uh, done. Yeah, lose and lose, mass panic, you know, looting, turning over cars, setting them on fire, you know, smashing the way into shops, pitchforks, that sort of thing. I'll be there. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening to Open All Our. Sean, thank you for coming you. on and joining Glad us. Thanks to all the guys. Uh, we don't know yet when we're recording next week because there's a game on Tuesday, probably Wednesday or Thursday. We'll work it out. Thank you very much for listening. This has been Open All Ours. You us. UPR. UPR. This one, Rangers.